Hello, hello. This is your girl, Deja Monet. Welcome to another episode of Authentic Shameless Self Podcast. Today, as you know from the title, we are talking about marriage. And I want to put a disclaimer out there that I understand not everyone believes in marriage. I'm going to try to keep the statistics globally. Just because you do not believe in marriage, though, doesn't mean that this won't be an interesting topic to discuss. So whether you believe in marriage or you don't, whether you believe it's a social government made construct or whatever have you, Let's just talk about it for a bit and dig a little deeper as to why you may not believe in it. And maybe we'll touch on some topics that you can further elaborate on within your own life with your friends or loved ones. So if you're new to Authentic Shameless Self, I just break down how we go about each episode. So first, I'm going to drop the facts of the topic. Again, today's topic is marriage. Then I'll go into my opinion because I fully acknowledge that my opinion on a topic is not facts at all. Then I'll tell you about a little story time, time of my life or two. And then we'll go into a challenge. So let's hop into these facts. Marriage has become such a taboo subject for certain individuals so when you are older women in particular in the united states the conversation is when are you gonna get married and settle down and then after you get married it's well when are you going to have children And then after you have your first child, then it's, well, when are you going to have more children? Like, there's just an expectation from religion, from all types of pretty much different historical start points in which marriage was just, it's just an expectation. And this can be seen from slavery days. Um, especially within the African-American culture, it was understood that in order to have a family, in order to be respected in, in any way, in order for black women specifically to be seen as a person, they had to be tied legally bonded to a man by way of marriage. And that actually goes even outside of the African-American race to other cultures as well that believe in arranged marriages. A woman was viewed by who her family was, what her last name was, who her father was, and or who her husband was. And that was just how a woman in particular got their status. As you know, a lot of, as you may know, a lot of countries... Um, and different even continents like they still don't believe in gay marriage or same-sex marriage and so marriage has been it's come a long way I would say it's definitely revolutionized and some people truly do believe in it and some people don't I will say is that the statistic that I've been able to research that I want to share with you all is definitely interesting. So let's jump into the facts. According to ourworldanddata.org, marriages are becoming less common across all countries across the world. And 
people are marrying later in life. Again, across most countries in the world. There are still countries that do believe in arranged marriages. And those countries include India, China, Pakistan, Japan, Iran, Iraq, Indonesia, Bangladesh, and South Korea. The list of those countries comes from worldpopulationonreview.com, and I will be sure to link that within the description of this podcast episode. So, furthermore, going back to ourworldanddata.org, single parenting is becoming more common and increasing around the world. So when we go back to the topic of marriage is required, it's how you're, you are seen to have respect within the world. It, you need to have, you know, carry a surname. Even in like the United Kingdom cu- countries, having a son to carry on the name and the legacy, very important. You couldn't have a child out of wedlock, so marriage was required. I'm hoping that y'all are seeing the the reoccurring trend of just how important marriage has been viewed in history across a plethora of different ethnicities and regions of the world. But getting back to the facts, the Netherlands was actually the first country to legally recognize marriage for same-sex couples in the year 2000. And since then, over 30 different countries have also recognized same-sex marriage as being legal. Divorce rates are actually lower in the younger population. And this makes sense because the older population at this time, they were the ones that were being forced to get married or were getting married due to uh, social security reasons, especially women. So now that society is not placing such a heavy burden to be married, we do have an older generation that are even now in their 50s or 60s finally getting these divorces. Um you know, to marriages that they may have had to settle for due to society during their younger years. Now, I want to move on to some statistics that I found from Rains Court Family Law Solicitors located in England and Wales. And their statistics are that by the 30th wedding anniversary, 40% of marriages will have ended by divorce and 11% will have ended because of the death of their spouse. So therefore, an average of 51% of marriages will have ended before their 30th wedding or wedding anniversary. Only 60% of marriages are expected to survive to a 20-year anniversary and only 16% of marriages reach a 60th year anniversary. Something that I also found interesting was the age in which people are getting married. Again, when we take it back to history, a lot of people were getting married while they were minors. Um, Women would be married off to a wealthy family or to someone with some sort of status or to just somebody who was in their same social class. And Families were being created at very young ages. That way they could be seen as their own people and be independent outside of their family household name and start their own lives. 
But now in today's society, the age in which men and women, no matter their sexual orientation, the age in which they're getting married is later, a lot later. In fact, according to datingnews.com, the consensus of 2020 reported that the median age for first marriage is about 30 years old for men and 28 years old for women. In fact, they state that nearly half of teenage marriages end within 10 years. So there's reports of statistics according to, again, datingnews.com, that 48% of couples who marry in their teenage years get divorced within 10 years' time, while only 25% of those who marry after the age of 25 and up divorce in the same time frame. And I want to end these facts off by giving a very big shout out to the highest rated marital states within the United States. And those states are Nevada and Hawaii. So we can all kind of guess why marriage rates are so high within Nevada, Vegas. But (laughs) Hawaii is also one of the top-rated marital states within the United States. So, shout-out to uh, Hawaii and Nevada. So, now into my opinion. When I think about how much marriage and society has changed, it really does seem like a drastic shift to me, when we just look at the perspective of marriage was something that people had to do even back then, even back our grandparents, grandparents, great, great, great grandparents, like it was just something that had to be done for different reasons across different religions, across different races, across different countries and cultures. Like it's that was just a consensus of. You are more respected, you are more valid in the eyes of the government, in the eyes of your family, just in the eyes of everyone within a community if you are a married individual. And there was just certain things and ways in which you could not live your life if you were not married. But now that we are in this time that we're in, in society and in the world, Some people scoff at the thought of marriage, and that is okay. That is completely okay, in my opinion. No judgment at all. And I think that, you know, I personally used to have a mindset of, like, you got to get married for love. You're going to get married for love. And after my first divorce, I realized that love is not the only thing that keeps people together. It's a lot bigger than a fairy tale. I mean, just look at all of the Disney stories that we've watched growing up. It's always a man and a woman and they fall in love. It's a woman being a damsel in distress and she gets rescued by a man or a manly masculine animal and they become best friends or they become lovers and they marry. Like, That is always the happy ending, is love and marriage. That is the fairy tale that most children are taught from a very, or not necessarily taught, but shown from a very young age of 
the world of Disney and the world of fairy tale. And it's just a lot more to it than that. So as for my story time, I have been married twice now. I did get married very young the first time. I was like 19 or 20 and that marriage lasted less than two years. I had a beautiful son out of it and that was it. And as being married the second time around, that marriage didn't even last seven months. And what's interesting about both of those is that within those two marriages, they were definitely very, very different dynamics. I mean, that's just even with relationships. Take just the marital status out of it. But the thought process is that we're married now, we're going to be in each other's lives for forever, and this is great. And that's what it starts out at, at the beginning, right? And reality sets in soon after. And people, I think, don't really realize the magnitude of just how life-changing marriage really is. Or even, again, if you take the marriage out of it, once you just decide, I'm going to live my life with this person, or if you believe in polygamy, or if you are polyamorous, when you decide I'm going to live with these people and that's it, I'm going to dedicate my life, my companionship to these people and these people alone and be in this partnership for the rest of my life, sometimes the magnitude of that decision is not realized. And it definitely is a continuous work, just like any relationship, any friendship, it's a continuous work. But with marriage, I do see how people think that it's just a government's way to control and keep track and keep tabs because, you know, taxes are different depending on if you're married or single or heaven forbid that somebody that you love is in the hospital and they are your partner. If you're not their spouse, you don't get a say like that has to go to their family's discretion as to if that person is going to be put on a a life-saving device or pull the plug or all of that when it comes time to someone passing away if they don't have a will but they're also not married like that person's estate is up for grabs and is in question or just goes to nobody and everything that they may have worked for goes to waste or goes to auction. So there are some legalities to marriage that are vitally important. But besides that, I see why some people just view, I see why some people do just view marriage as simply a piece of paper. It is a constructional thing that means nothing. I definitely understand that concept. And so what I challenge you all to do is, if you believe in marriage, that's beautiful. I challenge you, though, to question what exactly marriage looks like to you. And if you have a partner, I challenge you to sit down with your partner and make sure that marriage looks like the same commitment to you both. So for one person, marriage can look like I 
have somebody that I can depend on and I have somebody to cook meals for me every night and I have somebody that I can vent to when I get off of work and I have someone that I know, you know, once we have children or if we have children that I will forever have help. Like, is that what marriage looks like? For somebody else, marriage can look like I have a a companion. I have a life partner. I have a business partner. I have someone that I can take care of and takes care of me. These are just examples. And I just challenge you to have a conversation if you are in a relationship or even if you're already married to just really think about what does marriage and the commitment of marriage mean to you. And if you don't believe in marriage, that's beautiful as well. I challenge you to dig deeper as to why you don't believe in it and where that thought process stemmed from at its earliest point in your life. It could have been you saw how your parents' marriage was and you were like, yeah, this is this makes no sense. Never going to get married ever. Waste of time. Or you can look at, you know, society. You can look at popular celebrities in the industry and you can think, oh, wow, well, when the Amazon guy got divorced, his wife took all his money, but she barely did anything. So I would never get married because I don't want anyone to take advantage of me like that. Just again, that's just an example. But the thought process, the principle of the thought process is to challenge yourself to dig deeper as to why you think how you think. And that's it. So I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Again, I'm your host, Deja Monet. And please, please complete the challenge. If you just so happen to do the challenge, make sure that you tag me in a post on Instagram at Deja Monet. You can also find me on TikTok at Deja Monet. And we will be revamping the YouTube channel. So make sure you go subscribe to my YouTube channel at Deja Monet on YouTube. So I hope to catch y'all in the next episode. Just as a heads up, the next episode will be Shameless Divorce. And as someone who is now divorced two times, we got a lot to talk about and a lot of facts to discuss. So until next time, much love.